0: You are listening to Wait a Minute with Beth and Jessica, episode 49.
1: I'm Jessica Pearson, certified life coach. And I'm Beth Barnett-Babel, integrative nutrition therapist. So today's the day we're finally wrapping up creating our course I have no words. (laughs) (laughs) I do have words. I'm excited on
0: so many different levels. I'm excited that this is going to be out in the world. I'm excited to be done filming and creating new skills that I didn't know. I would gather like video editing Things yeah. of that nature. I got all fancy with adding in photos to my video yesterday. I felt legit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, am I a movie producer? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I'd go that far, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're we're finally putting the finishing touches on our online. This is an interactive course called Foundations, and we are launching it this week. So if you're listening to this, it's already available to you right now. So if you want to join us inside Foundations, we'd love to have you. This is a course where we're giving you all of the foundational education, which I laughed because today Beth sent me a text. She's like, I have to re- remind myself this is a foundational course and not a master um, course. <laughs> yes, because I wanted to put in all the information. And I was like, we got to start. I was like, woo, 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 woo. and so, yeah. yeah, this is a foundational course. We're giving you education and one-on-one guidance. Mm-hmm that you need to know to finally stop feeling frustrated with food and your body and to start taking steps towards defining your health on your own terms. Would you add anything to that?
0: I would add that that part where you can stop feeling frustrated with food is that we, the thing that we hear a lot is, I'm very confused by nutrition advice and Mm -hmm. we really laid it out but not in a way where your eyes are going to glaze over and so it's very short and succinct and you can get a really good concept of that and also work on all of that inner dialogue stuff that's going on that happens inside of
1: our brains about our bodies and food that we eat yeah so we're going to help you understand your body and how to treat it, understand food and how to eat it, understand your brain and how to manage it. And we love this course because you can customize your course. So we designed this to really be like an interactive experience mm-hmm. over the course of 21 days and you're going to learn and apply new skills and tools to lay the foundation for a future you. So if you're not already in foundations, let's go. (laughs) Come on in. We can't wait to see you and meet you. It's pathnutrition.com backslash foundations to learn more and join. Please join us.
0: We would love to have you. It's so great. (laughs) And the price is amazing. So you have to like, it's
1: a no brainer. It is a no brainer. like, there's no excuses, no more excuses. <laughs> if you're not in there, <laughs> you're missing out. We
0: keep our eyes peeled for things in the media or in real life that come from diet culture or that perpetuate diet culture in some way. These are often the subtle ways it creeps in, which is why we are shining a light on it and sharing it with you. Okay. That's good. you are full of things today. You're fired up. You found <laughs> ads. You've got a topic that you really are into today, and I'm here for it. So tell me good. what you found. I'm fired up.
1: So I actually saw this a couple of weeks ago, and I might have sent it to you. I know I did you a didn't. story. I'm trying. Oh, to, okay. I'm trying. To. I did a story on it maybe a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So this is a cereal, and it's called Sweet Dreams, and it says part of a healthy sleep routine. And then oh, it's, it's like night
0: ice cream. Do you remember? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's just like that. Oh, it says breaking news cereal giant launches new bedtime
1: cereal to boost sales. Yeah. And this, the post that I shared with you is from Sustainable Dishes. Oh, uh, okay. Got yeah. You, gotcha, so gotcha, she's yeah. sharing this because she's on her own soapbox about it too. But yeah. Um, it's Yeah, Sweet. it's a post. They make Raisin Bran and Fruity Pebbles and all the, you know, yummy cereals that I love, but I don't really eat too often. Right? Oh my but, God, look this up. And so I've I never thought, heard of this product before. Yeah, I just thought like, this is everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, don't be so judgy. So then I was trying to think like, are there any pros to this? So on the box, and I'll put the image in the post on our website, but it's like a drawing of a woman and she's sleeping and she looks really sound asleep. And then the names of the flavors are Honeymoon Glow and Blueberry Midnight. <laughs> so it's all very gimmicky. And they have fortified it with extra vitamins and minerals. So they put Oh, to support natural melatonin production, except for like, eh. Okay. There- yeah, they're like, it has lavender and chamomile. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> they're doing a lot of marketing here. Holy macaroni. What? It is 43
0: grams of carbs and 13 grams of sugar for one cup. That's before you add the milk. That's the equivalent of three slices of bread. But without the sugar part because bread doesn't have sugar in it unless it's like a teeny tiny bit. So, yeah.
1: So, have some bread. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Have some night (laughs) bread and stuff. Holy cow. So, yeah. It's just kind of one of these things where it's all about marketing. Here's also where I was thinking is like, is this really addressing the problem? Like, if if your problem is you, you can't sleep. Adding 12 grams of sugar to...
0: Well, you need it to be mostly digested before you go to sleep because then – because your digestion slows down while you sleep. So having a bunch of food in your belly would not be – I mean, we tell type 2 diabetes patients to have, like, something with protein before they go to bed so they don't have lows while they're sleeping – But, you know, we don't tell them to have 43 grams of carbs. And, like, the third ingredient is cane sugar. And then there is additional more things that list sugar three more times.
1: Yeah. Well, then I was thinking because, you know, I do have clients that, like, you know, they're maybe already in a habit of having a snack before bed that they're working on. And so I was like, well, I guess, like, if you were eating, I don't know, night spaghetti, (laughs) Or, I don't know, maybe a night burger. Like, I don't know, maybe this, I I don't even know. I'm not really sure that this is a great alternative to any snack. The Uh, dark chocolate, the chocolate that I eat, the
0: Back to Human or whatever that brand is that has the cashew butter that's in it mm, that's so delicious, has a third less carbohydrates and sugars than this does.
1: Yeah. So again, there's no good or bad foods. It's about the dose. But what I'm seeing here is the problem is like we're marketing something to solve a problem that this doesn't really solve.
0: Mm-mm. In and fact, it might make things worse.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of where it's just like, is this a s- supplement or a food? What are we doing here? So anyway, I just wanted to share because I was like, if you really are having issues with sleep, there's so many other reasons why that might be happening for you, and this is not the answer, we do have an answer for you inside of our course called Foundation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Way to plug that right back in.
1: This is just as disturbing as night ice cream, which does that still exist? I don't know. That's a good point. So you know, I think sometimes these companies are like, gosh, we've been around for a 100 years. Like, we can't make a new cereal flavor. What are we going to do? And then they get some executive that's like, how can we get into the wellness space? Like, let's get into this trend of trying to solve health problems with our food. And I don't know, I would also think that post they've probably taken a hit since the whole keto craze and low carb craze, like I'm sure that cereal sales overall have gone down over the last five to 10 years. So they're just trying to fight for their lives. But it's again, it's like about business and making money. They're not really solving a problem.
0: No. They're not. And night ice cream does still exist. Night food, nighttime snacking.
1: Night night ice cream.
0: Sleep friendly what does it say? I will sleep friendly cookies.
1: I did eat a dessert when I was in Miami. I had some chocolate cake. And my friend who was there with me, Sheila Nova, she was like, "I," she was like, if I eat that, I'll stay up all night. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have a little. <laughs> and I stayed up all night. <laughs> I had the worst sleep of my life. Um, but sometimes, you know, when you're staying in a hotel room and it's like not home, you yeah. don't sleep as well. But I was like, it's that cake. So, yeah. I don't know that night sugar is really a great move if you're trying to get good sleep.
0: Hmm. oh you know what night food does that does this is how they talk about it is because they actually put it they have tryptophan in it so they put oh is
1: it natural tryptophan or do you think they add it i don't know so then it's like is this a (laughs) supplement why not just take a supplement where i don't have to eat cereal before bed Mm -hmm. but then i guess if you're hungry i don't know I do. I love cereal. Are you a cereal? You're not a cereal person. Um, No, I used to
0: be, but I'm not. And then every time I've tried to have cereal lately, my blood sugar goes oh, yeah. crazy. And to the point where I'm just like shocked at like how much it goes up. So <laughs> like I can eat cereal, but I basically have to go I have to go for a walk or exercise yeah. or do something like I can't just eat cereal. I even get like my daughter gets this really good, yummy cereal. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Three wishes. She eats three wishes cereal. Cause it is, uh, yeah, I've tasted that. It's yeah. Good. Really good gluten-free cereal. And it's got some protein, like higher protein content. stuff like that. So even with the lower carbohydrate to protein ratio, it still totally spikes my Mm. blood sugar arm but you know (sighs) if i'm ever in the need for night cereal i know where to go nothing (laughs) says like sweet dreams like a massive blood sugar spike
1: (sighs) (sighs) so yeah we have this other hot topic that i can't stop thinking about back in march Weight Watchers announced they were getting into the weight loss drug business, which sounds like everybody is doing. Yeah. They said, it is our responsibility as the trusted leader in weight management to support these interested in exploring if medications are right for them, said the CEO. Then there was a business analyst who said... We think it will take time to see if this action really produces a change in the company's fortunes. So I'm very curious to see how this all pans out. But I sent this to Beth and she <laughs> thought it was an April Fool's joke when I sent I it did. to I did.
0: I really was like, "This." I was like, is this an April Fool's article?
1: Yeah. So <sighs> there's a lot of things to discuss. But really what I wanted to discuss here, which I haven't even talked to Beth about this yet, Mm-mm. it seems to be there's kind of like this – vibe or conversation like have we reached the end of the road like are these drugs the thing is it the mic drop of weight loss no you know yeah i know and then there's (laughs) like people who are like oh my god i saw another article that's i think it was on the cut it was like is body positivity over they're like first we had body positivity but now we have ozempic so like (laughs) Why? Why would we care? We're just gonna go take drugs, and I even had a little spiraled moment. I was like, "Well, why bother coaching people on health or weight loss when it seems like we're going this direction where everyone's just gonna be taking the drug? Why would we ever need self confidence or behavioral modification?" And, and you know, I just was like, "Okay, no." <laughs> 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 I had to I had to talk myself off the ledge for a second. Yeah. And I was just like, we were never about the final number on the scale to begin with. Correct. Weight alone was never our focus. And even if everyone on the planet takes a weight loss drug, what we're offering is still super relevant, if not also very necessary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I had these kind of points in my mind to talk to you about with. So it's okay. like... One is I think people are thinking if they take this drug, they're going to achieve this dream body and finally be done with not just dieting, but the whole mess of feeling frustrated with their body and food. And so far, at least in my clients, I haven't seen that become the case. That is not the case in my clients either. And it's not the drugs problem and it's not a weight issue. This is the mindset issue.
0: Well, it's also, I've been thinking about this. So the people that are losing Lots and lots of weights on Ozempic typically are like, okay, so the advertisements or the general, the research studies are on average people lose about 15 pounds on them, which is an amount that for many people will help them get To a better metabolic health. And that's what Mm -hmm. the drugs are designed for. So then now we've added this weight loss thing to it. And so the people that are losing significant amounts of weights don't have that true glucose insulin issue that the drugs were made for originally. Mm -hmm. So then the people that are on them... To lose weight and for glucose and insulin are losing weight. It's just slow, more slow, and is part of that whole lifestyle thing because this—that is what the drug was designed for and to do. It wasn't meant for these people that are doing it for this quick weight loss thing. And then once they stop taking it, which they're already shown that they gain the weight back
1: because it's also the mindset issue of right. We're not screwing our heads on properly about how we think about our bodies and how we think about what we eat which kind of goes to my next point is if you have terrible habits before the drug is only going to minimize your bad habits not give you new good ones Mm -hmm. correct which that can still make a significant shift, of course, reducing the dose. If if you're having higher doses of excess sugar and processed foods, and you're reducing that dose overall, that is going to be an improvement. But it's not necessarily going to hand you new habits or help you eat in a way for longevity and vitality. And again, we've talked about this, what happens if you ever get off the drug and so forth. Yeah, well,
0: because the drug is expensive, one. And so if your insurance doesn't pay for it, because you don't meet the other criteria, then you—it's a really hard sell to keep paying. What is it like a thousand bucks a month or something like that? It's yeah, really I think it's like high. Hundred, yeah. So you've got that, and then you have the fact that a lot of people have GI effects, and then at what point you get tired of your stomach feeling like it doesn't digest the food very well, and so then you have like the GI roller coaster effects of like the very strong ones when you first started taking it. And then as it goes on, you still are like, uh, you know, like you,
1: you just never know what's going to upset your stomach on it. Which kind of goes to this other thought that I'm like, it's not really the easy way out because taking a drug for the rest of your life or even short term, long term, it has these side effects or there, you know, there's pros and cons to taking it or not taking it. So I don't mm-hmm. look at it as like the easy way out. It's just a different way to do it. But it's still important to address your mindset because, I don't know, it's like we hear about people who lose weight and then they're still unhappy in their body. It's not the easy way out. It's just a different way. So again, this podcast is not here to talk about whether I agree or disagree with this drug. It's just to say like, even if everyone's doing it, there's still a component that this drug doesn't solve which is how you think about your body and how you think about food and how you make the choices that you make with those things. I concur. Yeah. I will say there is an upside that I am seeing with people you know, and what they're experiencing is that their brain does seem to be calm around food. So I do think it does give them... Mm. People will say, I feel like my hunger is different than an average person's hunger. And on the drug, I feel calmer and like i have a more normal appetite which hmm. i would love to debate that right <laughs> i would love to know how can we quantify that i don't know yeah um, like what's
0: normal but i guess that's that is somebody's experience like what they are experiencing versus what they view other people experiencing that that is their experience on that it feels closer to what they yeah perceive is happening
1: yeah, they're saying, like, oh, I don't have this constant chatter or obsession about food. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of just that voice has gone a little bit more quiet. And that, that would be nice. Them, you- exactly. I was like, well, that is a great sales point, I think, for a lot of people. They're like, if I could just stop thinking, <laughs> <That'd be
0: great. laughs> I would like, I mean, uh, yes, I would love to stop thinking. I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I just wanted to be like we're not done and we're not going anywhere and yeah, we don't we don't have an opinion whether you take the drug or not, but until we see that everyone's heads are on straight, we're not done. No. Cuz I kind of feel like this whole weight watchers thing is like, "Oh crap. Like we got to get in on the ground floor with this drug because no one's going to buy weight watchers anymore." Is kind of the vibe that I got from that yeah
0: I could absolutely see that
1: well and maybe they're not thinking it that bleakly but they're kind of like "Ooh, we got to get in on where the money is kind of a thing mm-hmm. so we'll see how that works out for Weight Watchers but again we were never managing a single number on the scale from the get-go and we've always been about building healthy habits and creating self-awareness and real self-confidence defining health on your own terms and having a better relationship with yourself food your body and your life here here. Suck it Weight Watchers. <laughs> well,
0: I sure hope we gave you something new to think about today and helped you take one more step on your path to freeing yourself from diet culture. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at path underscore nutrition. We'd love to see you inside our interactive online course called foundations. Go to pathnutrition.com backslash foundations to learn more and sign up today. Bye. Bye.